Oh, yo, it is Monday night, and you know what that means? Another exciting installment of the Roundtable Parson Podcast. I'm your boy, the franchise player, Double B Bablet. Join all that dude right there, the man who likes to mix shit up in wrestling, the mixologist, Mr. Chemical Julian. That little dude down there who's always playing video games. That guy, Shane Husky, the man in the chair. And this one right here, the newest addition to the Roundtable Pros Podcast. This is Nisa Bar. How are you today? Hello. I'm great. How are you? Oh, you don't know what you've gotten yourself into. <laughs> oh, it's about to be some crazy shenanigans <laughs> it's tonight. It's about to be some shenanigans yes. tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, Shane. Yeah. So tell us, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. As out of respect, what? out of respect, we need to go ahead and give some time, time. To, the, to, the, to the fallen, to one of our fallen brothers, the late, great Scott Hall, otherwise known as Razor Ramon to the young people these days because, you know, they don't know anything about wrestling. So what I like to do is a tin bell. So let's start to show out with a tin bell. Shane, that was a 10 count. One no. time. I All that. it takes is one time, Shane. All it takes is one time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the action. Uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, founder right. of the NWO. The man that changed the money that wars forever. Greater Scott Hall, baby. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys know that um, taking someone off life support, that, that, um, Hits it hits home with me like really bad because I had to do the same thing not once but twice in my entire life, yeah. and um, it's a real sad, sad situation. And it's always a sad situation to lose a fallen brother, um, no matter what level, be it indie wrestling, legendary status, whatever, whatnot. Two-time WWE Hall of Famer, um, the man who revolutionized professional wrestling. I mean, Shawn Michaels. Razor Ramon had the very first amazing ladder match. Yes, there is. For the WWE, WWF Intercontinental Championship at the time. And uh, someone who's been in the business 29 years, um, I look at that as a stepping stone to to uh, the evolution of a ladder match. I mean, you got the Dudleys and the Hardys, and you got... Um, with the Dudleys, the Hardys, and and who else was it in that fucking thing? Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, that's right. You got those guys that revolutionized the tag team version of a ladder match, but Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, um, in my opinion, put a ladder, put the ladder match on the map. And um, yeah, so thank you, Scott Hall, for yeah. all the bumps and bruises you took to entertain the masses and to um, inspire a new age of wrestlers because a lot, a lot of guys that I um I trained with grew up watching Scott Hall. As a matter of fact, there was a guy who posted something um online today and I'm not gonna put his name out there because you know I'm not going to do that, but um his character was inspired by Scott Hall. So 
Shout out to uh, Scott Hall, his family, Cody Cody Hall, uh, one of the members of the Bullet Club at one time. Yeah. Um, his wife, his kids, you know, whatever, whatnot. His friends, you know, Sean Waltman, who you're a friend with. Um, Kevin Nash, Conan, anyone that's ever been involved in the NWO. Um, the Click. The Click, anyone from The uh, Click, yeah. you know, I mean, the Godwin. The, the Ringside Collectibles did a very cool action figure trivia where The Click was hu- hugging uh, in the steel cage and everything. And I thought that was yeah. sweet of all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, one of the most infamous uh, leaked videos in the history of professional wrestling, the curtain call. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the curtain call kid. Uh, he actually was going to be on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but got sick. So shout out to the curtain call kid who actually filmed that and, you know, made history. You know, at, at one time, faces and heels were never meant to commingle. And in Madison Square Garden, a freaking house show. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's right. Rest in peace, Carl. All Man, right, it's, so uh, it's uh, it's really funny because um, my lady knows who Scott Hall is because when we started dating, one of the first times we went to a restaurant, we were leaving. I saw a toothpick on the way out. And <laughs> did she flick it at you? <laughs> I grabbed the toothpick and I took it out and I flicked it at her. She was like, "What the fuck is that about?" Wow, she was like, "What do you mean, Chico?" Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to the bad guy. Hey, yo. And I kind of had to explain it to her, and she was like, oh, it must be a wrestling thing. I was like, yeah. It must be a wrestling thing. <laughs> Match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, my, my son would see me grab the toothpick, and he would just, like, run away because he knew what was coming. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> run away toothpick. Oh, man. Well, you know, let's, let's get into the action. Let's get into um, – this crazy edition of Monday Night Raw. I mean, yeah. So uh, Monday Night Raw starts off with uh, you know a graphic would start for Scott Hall. Uh, immediately, Twitter was like, "Oh, we can't get a ten bell salute. We can't get a, a right. tribute package." Already, it's, it'll it'll come later. Uh, so Kevin Owens has his uh, has his promo, and actually, actually, what we get is a, a video of Stone Cold Steve Austin saying how. Uh, you know, he's gonna open one last can of whoop ass on Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. What evidently, this is gonna happen on Saturday night in the main event, and it's gonna be on the KO show. So, Stone Cold made it sound like a match. Um, he really did make it sound like it was gonna be a match, yeah, which is why it, people are confused if it's gonna be just a talk show or a match because the way he said it, it felt like it was gonna be a match. Which is something I completely do not understand. Um, yeah, we all know that Steve Austin um, can't can't wrestle a match right now. But you know, modern medicine, man. I mean, look, um, he he could be getting the stem cells in his knees. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. You know, I mean, we modern medicine we, changes we changes everybody these days. I mean, yeah. you got guys that aren't ever supposed to walk again, not only walking but like you know doing wrestling. miraculous things. So I, I mean, mean, Edge is in the ring wrestling matches, and he was not. Supposed to ever be doing that again? So, mm-hmm. um, I do you know. I mean, more more miraculous things have happened in the past. Um, after uh, Steve Austin's promo, um, KO cut a promo in the ring, which was fan fucking tastic. KO's great. It was it was great. Um, he you know he hit all the 
Austin spots. He he even had he started off with a hey yo. Um, he did the hell no and oh hell yeah and the talk. I he said he was there was not going to be any. Uh, he said he's going to drink. He doesn't like beer, but he was drinking Canadian beer. I thought he was going to say Leblatt's and make the place pop <laughs> or make the place boo him, uh, which would have been great, but he didn't. Um, but he gave the cameraman a great stunner, and the cameraman, cameraman was great. Sold that. Cameraman still sold the stunner. Fantastic. Yes, he did. Um, so keeping keeping on beat with uh, these Raws leading into WrestleMania, um, we've had like a match loaded night once again, and uh, yeah, the first did. match of the night was um, our U.S. champion Finn Balor in a non-title matchup. Uh, against um, his apparent arch rival Damian Priest, who he will be also facing at Mania, which brings us back to our usual discussion. Oh man, gotta love the usual comment. So uh, you know, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not me. I'm I'm just a you know, <laughs> chemical engineer. Uh, um, I mean, who do we know that who's a wrestler on yeah, the podcast? Just, you know, I'm just a fan. And you say you're a wrestler? Yeah. I mean, I actually actually been in the ring before, and I ran the ropes. So. Oh, okay. Cool. She. All right. All right. So here's the deal, guys. She sure, is now. She is now our correspondent on the ground. <laughs> all right. So, She's the wrestler on this podcast. So. Uh, mm, yeah, but. There's only one person I see here with several belts behind yeah, him. Yeah, so, championship um, Like shit, I forgot. So let's say, uh, damn it, bad blood. Uh, no, you're the franchise player. Oh man, yeah. Uh, and let let's say you know you're, you're in the ring. Mm-hmm. He was. And um, someone goes, "Hey man, um, it's it's day 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't have to defend that OIWA championship for 30 days. So it's day mm-hmm. 28. So we're gonna give you a non-title match." Um, grab your belt, put on your boots, head to the ring. Okay. So you go down to the ring, and you're mm-hmm. like, eh, it's day 28. I ain't got to really defend it, defend it, until day 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I see where you're going with this. You think maybe you look at your watch and you go, time to phone it in? Just let someone get a roll-up on me? Um, I don't Just know let someone let's catch see. me slipping with the, uh, with the old... Uh, the, the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The most devastating move of all of sports entertainment. The art, the archer of infamy. Go ahead, go ahead and hit the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, 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 what is it? Tornado, uh, tornado twist of fate, whatever it's called. Just, just let him hit it and let's let it go. Without um, even the buckle this time. So I'm going to have to say no. Hmm. Because hmm. See, if you do something like that. Hmm. I'm gonna have to say no. Well, you don't think maybe you'd let well, but you guys have a match coming up on day 30. You don't think maybe you'd give them this one to let them like just coax them into a sense of false um you know false comfort so that like maybe you know on day 30 he'd be thinking you're soft and so you might catch him slipping. A little reverse psychology there. So what you're saying is mm. would I contribute my loss or win to 50-50 booking? The answer is no. I actually I was giving you more credit for being crafty and like like reeling them in, but okay. Well, well, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I, I always point this out, and I'm going to point out for the ladies and gentlemen that are watching at home. If you're a professional wrestler, you don't want to lose. 
if you're a champion no. and you get beat in a non-title match, that kind of that kind of degrades you as a champion. It's like the Lakers. <laughs> I fucking hate the Lakers. How about the Clippers? The Clippers are in the NBA Finals, right? The Clippers. Okay, they're in the NBA Finals. Hold Fuck up. it. <laughs> We're talking about people who have titles to defend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My bad. My bad. So the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl against the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Should the Green Bay Packers lose a game to the Chicago Bears to make the Chicago Probably. Bears feel important enough? Hell yeah. The answer is no. Of course they should. Because we all know the Chicago Bears are the Veer Mahan of football. They're always being talked about, but they never come. Hey, you know what? I've been saving this one. I, I didn't want to have to throw it in your face. I knew it. <laughs> You've had I knew to, it. You had <laughs> the Chicago Bears will always have one thing that the Green Bay Packers never will. What's that? Oh. William, the refrigerator Perry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is also a sergeant in G.I. Joe. And a WWE Hall of Famer. That's two things. Wow. You don't remember John Cena inducted him? You know you're not making your case here. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear from the newbie. Let's hear from the newbie. Um, He's a real American hero. Yeah. Look. Y'all can yo Joe the shit all you want, okay? You can GI Joe, greatest American hero. Sergeant Slaughter is also a WWE Hall of Famer, and he's also a GI Joe. This is all Remember, he was all about stuff. Look at this. This is all. This is a football podcast now officially. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. Well, football, so. I'm here for wrestling. Yeah. Cass doesn't want to. Cass doesn't want to get into the football debate with me because I think he's a Chicago Bears fan too, but. I want to go there with him. Um, <laughs> so getting back to Raw. Because really off of Raw. Wow. Let's get back to that. <clears throat> back to Raw. So our uh, U.S. champion, Finn Balor, gets pinned in 7 minutes, 35 seconds in an on-title matchup. Um, but clean, clean, clean. Was uh, it, though? It was clean. And so what are, your, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I've been a fan of uh, Prince Devitt since 2013, so I'll always be a fan of Mr. Prince Devitt. So, in my opinion, he was he was great tonight. I really enjoyed the match he had tonight. I really am happy that WWE is now pushing him yeah. on Raw a lot more than they did before. And then when he went to NXT, I felt like in a way they don't give him the credit that he actually deserves. I feel as Finn Balor should be the way they push AJ Styles on Monday Night Raw. Yes. He's on that. He needs to be there. I will agree with you 100%. (laughs) I feel that they were punishing him after he busted his arm and lost the Universal Championship. And that's not his fault either. You know, accidents in wrestling. And when that happened, it's like he was supposed to be their top guy during that time. And unfortunately, accidents happen in the ring, no matter what it is. But I think this this time around, I feel as it's going to show, hey, Finn Balor, like, I want to say, I want to, let me guess, about two to three years from now, he's going to be back on the top. Think he's going to be around that long? That's a long time. 
I mean, very, I mean, mean he, if you think about around? it, it's not it's not technically a long time. I mean, three years ago is 2019. That's no, true. But, okay, so I, I, I'll see your two years because um, in two years there have been a lot of roster cuts, and he has survived oh, those yeah. cuts. I'll give I'll you give know you I that. survived those cuts. He didn't answer his fucking phone. He like, the ringing. Uh, he was like, shit, it's Laurinaitis. He put the phone down. Like, that was it. <laughs> they replied to any text messages or nothing. He the, probably the, was like, I'm going to go hide out of NST UK. He probably responded with error 3505. Sorry, wrong, wrong number. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, if you're not a Vince creation and, and you're given a shot and you get hurt, you get pushed like way to the back of the line. Like, I'll never forget when Sami Zayn came out for his match against Cena. And he was oh like, my God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop. Ah, pop. <laughs> and Cena was like, oh, oh man, hey, hey, good good job, man. You did a great match with your busted arm. He still did a good job against yeah. Cena. Yeah. Yeah. But look where he's at now. Look where he's at now. Okay, he's having the match with Johnny Knoxville. Whatever. Look where he's at now. If you if you really <laughs> understand, no, but, no, he's 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 in a high profile spot right now. Exactly, he's building this character that's never been seen before, and he's now elevating to where he was when he was he's introduced to the WWE when he faced Cena. Yes. You know what's really interesting about what you're what you guys are just saying is this: um, he has taken the Miz's spot. I mean, you think about it, like, yeah, 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 because remember, the Miz was always the one that did everything with the with the entertainers. He started that whole. I story mean, and Miz is still money. doing it. Yeah, but it's Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> it's it's Logan Paul. Um, but there's a difference. Like, no matter what you like, a Logan Paul hate or dislike him, dislike him. At the end of the day, he's part of the influencer community. Oh, no, no, I get he's, it. You know, yeah, he's a star. He's a star. Don't get me wrong. Bad. I'm just saying. Like he doesn't have a a number one selling number one hit movie out right now. He's not like a movie star. He's a social media person. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, that's that's important because the WWE is is trying to push the TikTok. They're trying to push the Snapchats. They're trying to push the Instagram things. Like right. they're, I mean, YouTube channels. They're doing all that. They're they're trying to hit the social media because they want to get the younger demographic. So they pull in these young people to get the demographic. But then the they Logan realize Paul that the, Johnny they realize that the people fan. who are Julian and I's age. The ones who are over the age of 30, they're like, oh, we're not getting those people. We're getting like the 65 and 70-year-old people, but we're not getting the 30 to 45 demographics. So let's bring in someone they know. So then they bring in someone from Jackass, and then they get those people back. They bring in someone from so YouTube. So instead of doing something like, hey, let's 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 put this person with this person, they put him with Sammy. They put they put the one that was the Logan Paul last time, they put him with Sammy the first time. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you have to understand, like WWE, it's it's entertainment, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Ben said in the podcast, he it's entertainment. So, yes, we are watching, you know, wrestling, but at the same time, WWE has been doing this for years. I mean, they brought all these great stars in to start fighting other, you know, wrestlers during WrestleMania, you know, weekend. But at the same time, we're now in the social media area era uh, era where it's it's the biggest and hottest thing right now. And I think with WWE, their demographic is obviously kids and to maybe 22 year olds. It's not how, yeah. what we used to watch. It's different. That's why there is other companies that have professional, you know, other professional wrestling companies where we can watch what we love to watch at the same time. But here, we're all different, different, different time. 
Yeah. <laughs> Justin says, Twitter marks are all up in arms that Cody didn't show up. Look, we all Fair. know my stance okay. on Cody. We all know my stance on Cody. Um, I'll leave it at that. Um, Which, so, speaking so, of Sammy Zane, Sammy, if you are listening and watching this right now, we want to get you on this podcast to explain your conspiracy theory. So if you want to come on, just message us. Yeah. I wish you would. I wish you would come through. We, so, we will listen. We're fans of yours. So, yes, we, uh, we believe in the Sammy Zane conspiracy. So please come on know, the show. I just want to know one thing. Where the what? fuck is El Generico? Um, I'm here. He's raising uh, orphanage of kids with Bobby Lashley. I just, I just, I just want to see El Generico one time. I mean, you know, PWG legend. Yeah, yeah, PWG all day, baby. Um, AWS too. Um, him and Human Tornado, two skinny white boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my boys back in the day. Um, okay, so this it was this was a great match, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Okay. Yes. But. The WWE has an issue with storylines and trying to push these storylines three weeks before Mania. Correct. Because right before the match started, all of a sudden Austin Theory comes and sits at a ringside. Yeah, randomly. So they can push Theory versus Pat McAfee. So I'm like, this buildup is weird. So what is going on? So I don't know. So I mean, I guess yeah, they're gonna push McAfee versus Austin Theory, but then you still had. Awesome theory attack Finn Balor after this match. So unless unless they're gonna do a tag team where it's McAfee and Balor versus Damian Priest and Theory. Okay, now I thought I thought that might be it. I thought that yeah. might be it. Or Julian, but but I had that. I'm not gonna that, say who it was because I want to put them that out there. Off everybody involved. I yeah, put them out there, but I had someone explain to me that the run sheet for WrestleMania still has Austin Theory in a singles match against Pat McAfee. I so, mean, if anything if, could change last minute. Yeah, if, if, I were, if I were Finn Balor, I'd be pissed. I, yeah, yes, as the United States champion, I'd be I pissed. Could, too. Yeah, could I, I agree with that. And he needs to defend that title. title not being defended? Yeah, come on. Uh, that, that's that's a rip. That's a rip. Totally. But I will say this match, if I had to give it a letter grade, I'd give it a B. I'd give it a B minus. Oh, the match be was very generous the raw reason. You okay? I, I don't know, man. I think I've been hitting the head too many times, but <laughs> you know, like like and like oh. I tell people all the time, people always oh. say, Oh, you guys are body slam, you guys are the round table, you guys are always AEW biased. No. If I see really bullshit, I had if no I see bullshit on AEW, I will call it out. If I see bullshit oh. in WWE, I call it out. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. Hold my beer. Because <laughs> the next exactly. match. <laughs> yeah. Because of the next match. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go in, before you go into this, can I just say thank you, Bruce Pritchard. Thank you, Vince McMahon. Wow. Thank you to whoever else is in charge of booking this fucking show. Because at least we don't get this match at WrestleMania. You never know. I'll get please. Oh God, God, please don't. Mute her. Let me tell you something. We have a rule on this show. You just can't be blurting out shit. Someone's listening. Yeah, seriously. They they just they keep doing shit. They take our ideas. You can't say no crazy shit like that. Yes, because you know what? We've done that. We've said some real outlandish crazy shit. Me. And then what happens? A week later, we see it on the show, and we're like, like, someone's really listening. uh, I mentioned about the kiss cam. Coming back, and a week later, Los Cesarios had a kiss cam, and I'm just like, "What the shit?" Yeah, we did it as a joke too. We were like, "Oh, that'd be kind of cute." If the kiss cam came back, boom, there it was. 
And and so. I also said that uh, Shanky might get shanked by Drew McIntyre's sword, and it almost happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know who's watching. So, so exactly. So when we when we say "Don't speak it into existence," we mean "Don't, don't speak it into speak existence." <laughs> but Omas, he's so big. Oh, he's so big. He's so big. So Versus. Big. So, so in my opinion, this is a Raw Underground rematch. (laughs) It is (laughs) because you know these guys are not brand new. Um, Let's go. Let's go, Anissa. What what, were your thoughts on these two big meaty men slapping meat? Well, um, I'm not too familiar with um, Apollo Cruz's buddy, but I thought this was a great. You know, it's an okay match. You know, I feel like it was a lot of. And it was just in there for the time being. Just hey, let's just throw this match in there. But at the same time, I'm happy that those wrestlers actually got TV time because we really want to see different stars every single week. I mean, I do um, because if you see the same stars every single week doing the same thing, it kind of gets boring. But I thought this match was totally fine. It was a quick, quick match for me. But I thought that this was uh, overall a good match. Julian. I can see you. So, uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out uh, to T Bar for it not being him. <laughs> I jokingly said to Shane, the the only way this match could have been like worse is if they had um, um, a, a great colleague on commentary and um, and your boy the Pearl River Plunge as a referee. Oh my God. If they would have had, if they'd have had him. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, I, I mean, all things being equal, this match actually totally made sense. Yeah. Um, you, you and why did it make sense? Because it made you sense big because it, it made sense because They're both so um, neither person was going to like either like outshine or bury the other person with their technical ability. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it in no longer. You said technical ability. We uh, watched the same match, right? <laughs> Dude. So, all right. So when Omas uh, suplexed. Falcon arrow. He did the Falcon arrow. The Falcon oh, arrow. No, 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 yeah. no. no. Michael Cole said, "What a suplex!" Yeah, but okay. the way that Omos I wrote did that it. sentence three ways. I said, "Did he say what a suplex? What a suplex? Or <laughs> what a suplex?" Yeah, because it started off as a suplex. Yeah, <laughs> didn't that, that way. <laughs> oh my god, that could have been a broken neck plex. Yeah, he almost. Uh, uh, drop. Yeah, Suplex assassin yeah. Alex King Almost, would be like, yeah. "This is some, this is some bullshit." All with the whack hammer if you wanted to. Um, but but you, they were they were evenly yoked. How about that? Okay, they're also very big. And then Apollo Shame. came and he got choke slammed for his uh, tree slam just for being there. And uh, that was it. Shane. Two minutes. It, hey, man. Back, like, much t- as much you know me as too big, beefy man. I just got to enjoy it. <laughs> okay, so 
Let's give this letter grade. A to F. Julian. I give it a C. Oh. Okay. Anissa? Um, I, I give it like around a B, B minus. I'm in between. Shane? Yeah, same here. B minus because Omas did the, the deal, which is the Falcon Zero. So, yeah. I'm going to give it a solid C. Just from the simple fact that he gave the tree slam to fucking <laughs> Apollo Cruz, and, <laughs> and Apollo Cruz's accent left his body when he did that. <laughs> he hit the what happened to your Nigerian accent? <laughs> oh man! What a triple A! Um. So, Liv Morgan and Carmella. Oh my god! Let's let's talk about that. They are trying to read. No, 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 actually, it was Liv Morgan. No, no, no. Last week, it was Liv Morgan and Carmella. This yes. week is Queen Zelina and Liv Morgan. Yes. So why isn't like why isn't um uh, Rhea Ripley involved in any of these matches? But they're going for the tag team championship at Mania because they because they're focusing on the storyline between Zelina Vega and Carmella. That's what's going on right now, as we see through TV and SmackDown. So I think that the reason why they're doing singles matches between Carmella and Zelina is because to build up a feud between Zelina and Carmella. And I think that feud's going to happen after WrestleMania. Then why do we do tag team title matches at WrestleMania? I mean, it's possible. So your tag team breaks up. Why not just have a tag team match like... This week on Raw or last week on no, Raw? No, no, your tag team has the tag team has to defend the belts at Mania so that they can implode there on stage, and then you have a cat fight, and then you know that's everyone wants to see. Zelina. I'm sorry, I, I forgot. John Laurinaitis is back, so we're going to start having those bra panties oh, yeah, matches again. Right. Jesus fucking Christ! You, I mean, you saw what Carmelo was wearing, <laughs> you saw what Carmelo was wearing today, right? Yes. Okay. So people want to see the cat fight and they want to see. It's like uh, she was wearing a, an outfit like Tori Wilson used to wear. Yep. Can I just can I just put this out here for for the world to hear? We support women's wrestling here. Yes. Yep. We we bitched and complained about how the WWE was really giving us really shit women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And now John Laurinaitis is back in power. Mm-hmm. And we all know his type of his type of wrestling, what he likes to see. Mm-hmm. So the diva era is about to come back. Mm. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks because there's so many talented women out there that deserve better right. than the shit they're gonna get right now. Um, I'm just I'm I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with this whole thing. It's 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 fucking ridiculous. But also remember this this whole match is. Uh, a mini promo for the Corey Graves um, Carmelo show. Yeah, yeah, dude, have you watched their show? No, but I but I hear they... no. What about you, Initiative? Have you have you watched it? No. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking be honest. I no. want to see what this shit was all about. And you watched it. it Did you also worst... watch Pam and Tommy? It was the worst. <laughs> 10 minutes of my life. Like, I've had some pretty shit. So is, like, is, is it 10 minutes per episode that they oh, no, have no, on no. YouTube? No, no, it was just 10 minutes. That's all I could take. Oh, okay. So it was, it was more it was, than 10 minutes. 
look, we we, we talk we, okay, we talk about NXT. And you know, NXT, how did yeah. NXT just got so horny all of a sudden? Really, NXT is like it's like wrestling euphoria, like that's what it is now. This this show is so mindless. Like, I literally was like, okay, that's that they really want to create back. that they really want to recreate the uh engine Lena thing. I would really rather sit and watch paint dry and be more entertained than I was watching that show. Okay, have you ever watched an episode of Ms. and Mrs.? Yes. Yes, I covered I the show. Okay. I can. I like that show actually. But that show had. I haven't watched the the Carmela and what's his name thing. Don't. But Ms. and Mrs. Ms. and Mrs. has had. I watched a couple of episodes where the staged hilarity was so blatantly staged and ridiculous. Like, there's no people who really interact in this capacity in life. And so, it's not even funny anymore. Like, it's just stupid. You know, it's like a camera following me around and we walk into my kitchen when I come over work and we catch my dog making pancakes and and my daughter (laughs) juggling cats, you know? And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like, oh, my house is crazy. You know, like shit like that just doesn't happen. And so it, it's like, okay, what's the next step? We we have to do something that people have not seen before or do the next jump of being ridiculous or do the next, you know, step in being stupid. And for anybody who watched Ren and Stimpy, you knew that there were some episodes where Stimpy was so stupid Oh yeah, that it was. you were like he couldn't possibly have brain function that allows him to breathe in this episode. Like, like that's the first ten minutes of the show. Yeah, like, like Ren would come home and just be like, "How how can I possibly have left him here unsupervised? He's just <laughs> that freaking stupid." And then the next episode, he's working a job, you know. Or in the next episode, right. he made a friend with a fart cloud. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. No. So. So, I mean, and, and like Rose to the Top was, I mean, they're all equally bad, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I th- there's this scripted element where, you know, there's got to be the antagonist, the protagonist, there's got to be some conflict that drives the story forward for the episode, because otherwise they'd just be showing people, like, they, they would they would just showed Cody coming home from a pay-per-view sore taking painkillers and putting ice on his elbow and on his neck and laying down watching TV, which would to people would be boring. But no, that was pretty much boring. it on that show. Huh. Yeah. But you know, they they need something. So WB being a re, being a, re, a reality show that happens to have wrestling at the center of it. That's how it is. It's a reality show about people who happen to be wrestlers so you have to have the conflict between Zelina and Carmella and Carmella and uh, uh, Corey Graves have their show to advertise so you know you've got to have the conflict there and at the end of the day they're supposed to be also promoting women's match 
which only got two minutes fifty five seconds. Yes, once again, you know. So now that they 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 basically talk about <clears throat> Carmela failing to live up to the partnership with her and Zelina, so of course they're going to break up. Of course they're going to break up. It's going to be. I need to understand ring. why they're doing that now, days before Mania. Why was Seth Rollins at ringside? <laughs> can we can we explain? Can you explain that? You mean Austin Theory? But yeah, just look, just whole random. This this whole show was really random. I mean, this whole thing was so random. Um, but the most random thing that I that I can talk about right now, now Twitter. Twitter <laughs> Twitter is so goddamn toxic. Um, and I say that in a good way. People fucking were so angry because WWE's Raw was in Jacksonville, Florida, the backyard of AEW. Yeah. Everyone was like, Vince is a genius. Vince is going to bring fucking Cody Rhodes out in, in Jacksonville. Now, if Cody had really signed with WWE, this will be the place that Cody debuted. Three weeks before Mania, everyone's saying it's Cody versus Seth Rollins. That's the match that's going to happen. Seth Rollins came out. He doesn't have a match for Mania now. Still. But Cody Rhodes is the one that was quote-unquote penciled in to be his opponent at Mania. We have three weeks until WrestleMania. Allegedly. We have three weeks until WrestleMania. Have you guys gone to Cody Rhodes' Twitter? Have you looked at Cody's Twitter? I have not. Cody is still pushing AEW stuff. He's not blowing up Mania? No, he's not. He's not talking about his friend Seth Rollins or how much <laughs> AJ Styles? Mm-mm. He's not wow. talking about how he uh, someone needs to teach Damian Priest a lesson in manners? Someone had the audacity to say, yeah, in the, the WWE office, they're not letting um, Damian Priest do the crossroads anymore because, you know, Cody's coming back to do the crossroads. Well, can, can we can we all just can we all just stop for 30 seconds and open our eyes and realize that Cody did not fucking sign with the WWE? What do you mean, man? He did. He signed a contract. Look, 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 look. It's like this. We all know that when the Hardy Boys returned to the WWE. Oh, man, that was great. That was they great didn't come back until mania. But like that was a day, the day of. The hours of like got in the car. I knew the day before Mania, the Hardys were coming back. Yeah, because they had dropped the titles like the the night before or something like that. Yeah, it was the night. It was the night before the Supercard of Honor. Yeah. So, you know, that's still kind of the hey, let's have a surprise. Like surprises do count. Well, we all love the new day. If Cody were to like, if Seth Rollins were to be in the middle of the ring. At Mania and demand his WrestleMania match, and someone needs to come out here right now and face me. I, um, you guys are going to be sorely disappointed if you think it's going to be a taker Cody. moment. Yeah, y'all will be like, "Oh, oh, here comes Cody!" Ooh, ooh. you're going to be so mad. It's so, Dallas, Texas. It's going to be a taker moment. I'm guaranteeing that. It's going to be Veer. It's not going to be Veer. Look, look. So. Shane, before I get to Anissa, before I ask you your opinion on this, I, I just I'm just gonna lay it out one more time. Okay, you know, Anissa, let me let me ask you a question. You work for Bodyslam.net. You know, you, you promote you promote I just, Body I just started. Well, okay, but just you still promote Bodyslam.net stuff, like right? You you still post that stuff, right? 
How long has it been since you've been at? How long has it been since you've not been at AfterBuzz? Uh, since the pandemic. Okay, so started. roughly two and a half years. Let's say let's say three years. Just throw a ballpark three years. Mm-hmm. In that three years, have you been tweeting and retweeting and tweeting and retweeting everything that they put out? No, because they actually switched their dynamic to basically entertainment news. So um, it's now different. It's not how it used to Regardless, be. Regardless, are you tweeting their stuff? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. So it's like saying, hey, I work at McDonald's, man, but I used to work <laughs> at Burger King. So every time I see a fucking sale at Burger King, I'm going to post it on my Twitter. Even though I work at McDonald's, I'm going to post all my Burger King stuff on my, to my Twitter. Same thing. If Cody was if Cody was not with AEW or I had no intention of ever going back to AEW or whatever whatnot, him and Brandy would not be retweeting shit every thirty seconds. They see hey, AEW is going to be in Fargo, North Dakota. Retweet AEW is going to be in Standback, Alabama. Retweet. They're going to be in Portland, Oregon. Retweet. I wish. But come on, bad He's working the boys. He's, he's working, working the boys. The boys. No, he's actually working the the fans. I think, yes, I think Cody. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna say it and leave it alone. Tony Khan is a genius. Cody is a genius. I think Tony Khan was like, "Yo, I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to fucking come work at come back to AW because you want it to be in control of the narrative. You want to be the person who wrote the (laughs) stories. You want to be the person person who is running the the." the, the the book you want to be the booker you want to be the guy who's running the show but you got me and you got the bucks and you got kenny and you got you know this guy and you got that guy and all of our stories everything we're trying to do together isn't meshing so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to go ahead and buy a ring of honor and i'm going to run ring of honor shows because ring, ring of honor has several television tapings and i'm going to go ahead and uh Put someone in charge of running Ring of Honor because I can't do it. I'm over here running AEW. I'm running the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm running the friggin' soccer team we have. I can't do all that shit. So here, Cody, sign a contract with me, and I'll give you creative control of this of this brand. Brandy's like, yo, I don't. I, I like living here in Georgia. I like the fact that you still own half of the Nightmare Factory. I like the fact that all these young kids that are wrestling at the Nightmare Factory are getting shots on AW Dark and Dynamite. And now we have a bloated roster. AW has this bloated roster everybody keeps complaining about. Yeah. They know not all these people have enough places to wrestle. So hey, hey Cody, how about you take uh, 35 or 40 of these kids and you give them TV spots with established Ring of Honor talent? Like John Gresham. Like Josh Woods. Like the Briscoes. Hey, we can have FTR, who really isn't doing too much here at AEW right now because, you know, the tag team rank, tag teams are bloated over here. Let's move them over to Ring of Honor because that suits their type of wrestling style. Yeah. Hey, and since uh, uh, Time Warner Media won't let the Briscoes wrestle on TBS or TNT. Let's put them on Sinclair. Yeah. yeah. Let's put them on fucking USA. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm oh, just saying. What, what do you think, Anissa? What do you, what do you think? I think about this whole Cody situation. Mm-hmm. 
I just think that he's actually going to show up at WrestleMania or actually after WrestleMania. You know, they always bring somebody up after WrestleMania. But I think we're going to really see. Uh, I feel like we're going to see Cody in WWE, but I think it's going to be around uh, WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. That's my oh, that's my guess. Okay. Okay. They're going to do like um basically kind of like what Elias did in the ring and then Cena came out oh, at yeah. WrestleMania that one year. But I think it's we're going to have Seth Rollins just, you know, cut a promo and then um we're going to probably have Cody come down. So, but I think it might be actually at night 1. I don't think it'll be happening at night 2. Hmm. I can actually see that. I will pick Madcap Moss before I pick Cody. <laughs> there it is. I second you. I'll say Madcap Moss comes out and beats beats fucking um um whoa 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 whoa, whoa. I didn't say he was gonna win. I just said he's gonna show up. <laughs> you ain't gonna burn me twice. <laughs> oh, do you, so do you think do you think Seth's gonna um cut a promo and then he's gonna show up and then Seth's gonna give him the stomp and then Cody comes out? Here's the thing. Given Cody's status, Cody's gonna come out of Stargust. <laughs> hey, that works Can too. We not? I know. Fuck no. No. WWE <laughs> has nothing to offer Cody Rhodes. The only thing they could offer him is a spot against Roman Reigns, and he'd have to win. Man, if Cody and wins, that's and that's a big offer, or or he'd have to beat. I mean, it would have to be a top spot, and so you're saying Seth Rollins not a top guy, top star. Oof. Oof. Ooh, oh, no, debate, baby, let's go. <laughs> no, not, oh. not not in this capacity. No, I mean Cody would need to come in, and he would need to be on the way to a title spot and i don't think that seth rollins would be the direction to go through he'll be bogged down in a feud with seth rollins for way too long because we all know that if you're going to hold a title you're going to have to go through aj styles you're going to have to go through randy orton um and if you're starting off with seth rollins you're you're not going to see cody getting the title shot until way past SummerSlam. It's going to be way too long. I, I don't think he's going to be in a program that he. I don't think he's going to wait around that long, and be in a program that long. Just, I mean, hell, he he'd been doing better and and working less dates. A on the indie circuit when he left, and B when he was at, at when he was at, with AEW. There's there's no there's no win for him now for him to come in and work limited dates like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, total win. But for him to just come in and um, for him to come in and, and let's say squash um, Seth Rollins, I mean, maybe, but, you know, big pop, squash, go home, then what? I mean, money in the bank is not too far after that. I mean, then what? You know, he's they're, they're not going to, they're not going to, Vince is not going to take AEW's top talent and put him over Roman Reigns. That's well, like, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Adam Blampier from Russell Talk, he does this. Um, he books like, like these fantasy fantasy bookings. Like he'll take fantasy this guy. He'll, yeah, he'll fantasy book it, and he fantasy booked um Cody Rhodes' return to WWE. 
I need to watch it. And that. it's funny you say that because it started with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So, and it, it went all the way through to him beating Roman Reigns for the championship, him forming an alliance with Charlotte Flair, um, you know, calling themselves like the legacies because, you know, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter, Cody Rhodes. But I mean, this is this is what I see. I see Vince McMahon being petty as shit and saying, hey, I got AEW's executive vice president, the guy who left here and decided to go to another wrestling, to create a wrestling organization to rival me. Yeah. Because the reason why Cody asked for his release is because Vince told him he'd never be a main event guy. Vince told him he'd never be a main event guy. He wasn't marketable. He wasn't um, championship material, although you gave him the fucking intercontinental title and the tag team belt several times. And he wasn't championship material. And that uh, he was too small. He would never amount to anything. So Cody was like, okay, cool. Give me my release. I'm going to go amount to something. And when Cody did that promo in front of the ladders, yep. when he challenged Sammy Guevara, he said that, was, that, was that he did what CM Punk talked about doing. Mm-hmm. He shot, basically shot on the pipe bomb. Because he was like, yo, CM Punk said he's going to do he, he can do this. He would do this. He would do this. Cody went and did it. So now for him to come back to WWE, Vince, I mean, and this is just me talking because, you know, Vince, Vince probably either would or wouldn't, but I think Vince would be like, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're going to come out in polka dots. Are you going to wear polka dot man? your Stardust gimmick again? Because now Tony Khan, you started a war with me. And you brought this kid in. This kid did this, this, and this. Now look, he came right back, begging for begging to come right back and work with me. So now, wow, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do to him, and I'm gonna make him Dusty Rhodes Part Two. I could see him doing that, but if I were Cody, the only way I would sign with WWE again, I would legitimately sign with them and say, "Hey, I will come work in the WWE for six months." I don't want millions of dollars. All I want is all the fucking intellectual properties in my dad's. I want to be able to have war games. I want to be able to have Great American Bash. I want to be able to have Bunkhouse Stampede. I want to be able to have Starcade. All of these things. Give me the intellectual properties for all these things and I'll come back. Bruh. Nah. That ain't gonna happen. Nah. Because that means that every uh, every one of those pay-per-views that's streaming... He would get residual rights to. Just saying, that's the only way I can see Cody going back to WWE in his right frame of mind. Now, now, now here you go. So, uh, assuming that Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar at Mania, if Cody were to come back, you could have him challenge for one of the championships against Roman Reigns and win. And you know, Roman is always kind of like turning his nose up against the WWE Championship. Cody challenges him for that belt and wins. And, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, Roman Reigns has finally been pinned in 900 something days, whatever it is. And Cody is now your main event guy. And he's got a, he's got a title. He's got a, a top title, top championship. And yeah, go ahead. Let him feud with Orton. Let him get his uh, revenge for Orton turning on legacy. Um, let him go ahead and do his thing with Charlotte Flair and having them be like, you know, Dusty Rhodes' dad, you know, D- Dusty Rhodes' son and Ric Flair's daughter. 
you know, running roughshod and you know, they can pretend to be involved if they want to, whatever. Well, the um, problem is the WWE doesn't believe in um acknowledging history. history. Yeah. Um so let's go to this next match, uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus the Hurt Business. I love watching Shelton Benjamin. He's a classic. He, he, he's an amazing no wrestler. No bad matches. Yeah, they, they, I, you can't have a bad match with Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. If you do, you just fucking suck. Because yeah. Shelton Benjamin is the gold standard legit. Um, shout out to Liquid Nitrogen. What's up? Uh, shout out to Detonation Kick. No, I'm not going to go to AEW. Um Let's just address the elephant in the room. I'm selling my shares in BCW Worldwide. Um, I'm going to continue to wrestle, and I do have plans on retirement this year. This will be 30 years in the business. Uh, There's a lot of fucking wear and tear on my body, and this podcast thing right here is what I'm going to be building most off of. So if you like what you hear here, if you like watching these faces, if you like the comic, the the, the comic, like a comedy of this show, you like the in-your-face, like, down-to-nitty-gritty dirt talk about wrestling oh, yes. with no bullshit, no no punches being pulled, no drama, no bullshit, then continue to click click the likes, click and subscribe on these uh, these uh, shows that we do because I'm telling you right now, man, um, and this also, podcast is here to stay. The most and, important thing that Julian almost forgot to say is to reunite B. Shut your damn mouth. That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so with that being said, this show is a this this match right here. I hate to say it is another example of 50-50 booking. Correct. But um, wrestling wise, yes. I give it a B. Uh, that was good because the hurt business won last week. Yeah, uh, they did due to interference. Yes. Um. So a double six one nine. I. I. Um, just stop it. Yeah, fine. A double six one nine on Cedric Alexander, um, which led to um, Shelton Benjamin getting knocked to the floor. But okay, so you know, same Dominic. spot two weeks ago. So, which is crazy. So uh, Dominic was pointing to the WrestleMania sign, which I don't get. So, um, <laughs> are they saying that Ray and Dominic are are going to WrestleMania against uh, RK Bro? Are we going to get a triple? Threat tag team match. No, they're or, wrestling Logan or, Paul and the Miz. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's your celebrity tag match. Sorry, I forgot. <sighs> can we not? Can we not have that, please? I, I don't, I don't want to see this. I really don't want to see Logan Paul in a ring trying to sell. I mean, he didn't sell that good today in the ring at all. He missed his six one nine. I just spot. think I just think Logan Paul doesn't understand the business um with not with the with what he was doing. Cause last week when they were in Cleveland, he looked very confused on what the Miz was saying. Like, hey, yeah. like we're we're getting out of here. And he's like, wait a minute, like well are like is you really are? talking crap about Cleveland? So I think I, that Logan yeah. just doesn't really understand the business. And behind, you know, how the wrestling industry really works with yeah. selling and cutting the promos, and you know, obviously, I don't, you know, we don't even know if he's actually learning how to wrestle. 
you know, so it's going to be an interesting match to see because a lot of people are going to start comparing him to like Bad Bunny, who actually does get in the, you know, learned how to freaking wrestle. And he did pretty yeah, freaking well. So, you know, yeah, it's good for business entertainment wise, but at the same time, it's we we that's we just don't know if Logan doesn't understand what's going on because when they did the six one nine it he he really went off to the side of the ring he wasn't he in the middle of the ring and luckily for Miz he pulled him out and I think Miz being his mentor is great is great yes. being on his side because the you know the Miz has that knowledge can make him become a star in wwe if logan paul wants to but i highly doubt that will ha- that will happen right well if only they I... had paired the miz with ronda rousey <laughs> wow damn <laughs> wow um you just want ronda rousey to beat up dominic I mean, everyone else does. Um, I mean, I love intergender. I love intergender wrestling. I, I mean, intergender, I say, should be allowed in WWE because most of the women can wrestle better than the guys. So I'm going to say something that's going to totally shock the shit out of two of the three of you. <gasps> what? Dominic is showing improvement. Wow. I, you know what? I think he's getting more confident. I will give you that. He's yeah. getting more confident. He's allowing him to hit each move with more emphasis. Like he's yes. actually doing the moves and he's like, I'm gonna fucking do this. And he, but that the double six one nine was actually perfectly timed. Like like normally yeah. he's the guy. I mean, you know, Dominic's always the guy who screws up the spot. Dominic is, no, he, he's, the, he's the cane of, of, of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the guy who does I love, the, and he, I like, I like, Kane. I like the character. I, I so, a lot of times I thought that he was kind of off because the frog splash because of the size difference between him and his dad. It's like a legit foot. Like I thought that he was afraid of being uh, offbeat with his father. No, because, I don't think that's the size it. difference between the two. Now I will say, um, when he was doing his frog splashes, uh, you know, earlier in the year, um, he had some room for, room for improvement. So, I'm, you know, he's working on that. Um, but yeah, he, he is getting better. He is looking more confident in what he's doing and just just more solid than his ring work. I think that he is finally, um, he's finally getting it. Mm-hmm. Like he's finally like, okay, let me slow down. Here's one thing that I always tell young guys in wrestling. This is how you don't get hurt. Slow down. And tuck your chin in. Well, yeah, chin the chest all day. But slow down because while you're trying to go at fucking 75, 80, someone else is going at 45, 50 trying to make it work, trying to make it look good. Slow down. There's a reason why I have a hairline fracture on my foot. And it's from a wrestling match from a few weeks ago. I kept telling the kid, slow down. But you know, when you're in the ring, you get excited. You're like, oh, yeah, there's so many people here for me. And you you get excited and you're not paying attention to what you're doing. And then when you go for a spot and then you fuck that spot up, you want to go back to do that spot again. You can't do that all the time. Correct. So 
I think Dominic is finally starting to understand that. Okay, if I screw this up, I got to go to the next thing. Don't go back and sit there and wait for this. Don't go back there and try to do this again because I'm going to look stupid and I'm going to hurt someone trying to do Correct. it. So I, I, I'm, I'm glad that he's finally starting to, to realize this and he's starting to see it. So, you know, maybe may, maybe he's getting better. I mean, I'm not going to say he's becoming great. He's not a fucking summer ray or anything like that, but you know. <laughs> the living legend summer ray. That will never get old. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, let's go to a quick commercial break and then we'll get into the uh, the D drop versus Bianca Belair match. Oh, you, Wait, will not, who? you will not skip over Queen Charmel. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's my thing. If you're gonna get put into the WWE Hall of Fame, fucking do something to earn the fact that you're in the Hall of she Fame. She made King Booker. She taught a hail King Booker. Booker. She Booker. was a Nitro girl. Booker. What the fuck does that guy do to put her in Hall of Fame? Because but, but she Kimberly was also but she was also a manager. But she was also a manager. So how come? It's okay for other managers in wrestling get to be in the Hall of Fame that are male, but yeah. women, it's different. Oh, I think Miss Elizabeth should have been in the Hall of Fame way before Queen Charmel. No, but I think Queen Charmel, it's time to get her flowers. It's been a yeah. long damn time. Yeah. Mm. She making Booker. She making Booker. Come on, those stuff in the in the early 2000s, those were great. The 06 era of SmackDown. Yeah, the 06 era of SmackDown was really good because of King not only that but like they she really elevated with what women can do as a manager and i think that she really just showed this different character that no one at the time was doing because she is a former pageant girl or queen and nobody wasn't doing it at the time and i think she elevated to what she was doing during her early days and made it into a character she'd be in the hall of fame I mean, why not? Why can't yeah, every yeah. single woman? Because at the end of the day, every single woman that worked their ass off went to WWE. I think they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care who you are. You went into the ring. You did what you did. You were on TV. And you made storylines. Why not? Why not? I mean, there's certain. I mean, there's celebrity wing Hall of Fame. Why do they get to be in yeah, it? I love the fact that she's so passionate about this. That's the reason why I said it. I think Charmel deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I just wanted to see what you guys were going to say about it. So. Ooh. Ooh, I, <laughs> I fucking hands. love the debate. I she love was the debate. Throwing hands I all. love the debate. <laughs> anyway, Thank we'll you. be right back with more of the Roundtable Pro. We'll right back. get your hair cut you go get your hair cut right you head down to big d's barbershop big d's barbershop vancouver washington's best and brightest 1019 main street vancouver washington where you can go get your hair lined up 
cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdeesbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. And we are back. And I just got to say, look, you are the newbie on the podcast here today. So I really want to like just to see how passionate you were about this whole industry. Man, oh, man. You I mean, showed me. <laughs> I've been watching wrestling since I was about four. So especially like, you know, of course, I'm a girl. I love women's wrestling. So especially during that era, you know, I grew up on that era. I'm glad to have you on the show. You hold your own. I like it. I like it. And speaking of holding your own, this stream has been brought to you by Blue Chew and their newest product, Pink Chew. So, Shane, tell us about the Blue Chew and the Pink Chew. <laughs> what? Uh, Shane, should I go ahead and should I, should I help you out? You want me to help you out, Shane? Here, Shane. Let's 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 make it easier for Shane. <clears throat> Make it easier for Shane. It's that time, Shane. It's the nine o'clock hour. You're muted, Shane. And you are muted. Once again, Shane kayfabe and us all. Shane's an idiot. <laughs> Shane's an idiot, ladies and gentlemen. So uh let's get to the next matchup. Piper Niven. We, I don't didn't call her, we don't call her Dewdrop on this show. Yes, Piper Niven. Piper, Piper Niven versus Bianca Belair. And what must be the 225,575th time they face each other on Raw? Hey, man. Uh, Can I say this about this match? Why is it every freaking time they go one-on-one that the commentators say, act like Bianca never lifted up Piper Niven? They act like it never freaking happens. But it does. You know, so, so this this is what happens on Raw. Bianca Belair's in the back. She goes, Hello, Usos? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting I'm getting ready to wrestle Piper Niven again. <laughs> Fuck you in the new day. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Not the new day. And they Not go the out there because she's like, I gotta beat their record. And she should be saying it to Naomi and fucking Natalia then. Oh, yeah, Naomi and Natalia. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She ain't going to beat that. No, she ain't. She gonna let, wait, wait. Let's ask, let, let's ask like Nisa a question real quick. You okay. said you've been watching wrestling for a long time. Yes. Can you tell me what record does Natalia hold? What, which records? Which records does she hold in you know, a Guinness Book of World Records? And what's the most important record that she holds? She's been on WWE for oh, like what, oh six seven. So like being on like most matches on. She was like Raptor? born in the back. No, Raw. One of those. One of those. 
Hey, I don't remember everything, but. Okay, so I'm going to tell you. Talia holds a record. And this record is. It's 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 a very interesting record. We sat and logically figured this out one day when she came out with, with the Guinness World Book of Records. Which I didn't even know it was a thing. So. She stated that she is she holds the Guinness World Book of Records for the, the most, most consecutive number. losses to one person. No, she said she holds the Guinness World Book of Records for the most matches in WWE. Mm-hmm. And, in so history? We sat, and so we sat here and said, hey, if she's had the most matches in WWE for a woman, I, I think she, for a woman. Yeah, for a woman, yeah. For a woman, because yeah. the Miz has the most of like 1,862. Yeah. We figured, well, based on 50-50 booking, all things being equal, then she must have had the most losses also. And sure as shit, we started looking it up and we find out, yes, she's had the most losses of any woman in WWE. But then we found out who she had the most losses to. Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> and you're thinking, but Naomi hasn't been around that long. Oh, but she has. Look, look, when you lost 793 matches over the course of your career and they've all been to Naomi, that's pretty fucking bad, right? <laughs> but it just means Naomi's that good. Yeah. She's so good that she doesn't get a push. I love Naomi. She's wonderful. She should get a push. Um, but yeah, I just she, thought that was she's the one who deserves her flowers as well. Yes, for sure. absolutely. Do you know who has the least losses in the WWE in 2021? AJ Styles has only lost 28 matches. Wow, well, I mean, he's barely on TV. How many has he wrestled? No, these, these include house shows, these include oh, pay per view. Okay, I thought you meant to that is a that's a big caveat. Whenever yeah, WWE yeah. says somebody is undefeated, <laughs> that means undefeated in televised matches. They lost every house show match. Yeah. Between TV shows. But like as long as you don't lose on TV, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Just like with Ronda Rousey's like, I'm gonna be the first person to tap out Charlotte Flair. Man. Do you not watch the network? What the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Everybody was posting. I just, I, I, we, we find it funny here that we always find the you know, the discrepancies and all this bullshit that they say. Um, like you know, she's undefeated. Yeah, she's undefeated except for the four times she lost here and that she lost on this show. And oh yeah, she lost the main event too. Um, yeah, Veer Mahan is still coming to Raw. Yeah, but Veer he's Mahan been on main event for fucking six months right now. <laughs> Right. And then now, then he's on main event. So yeah, exactly. Um, but before we get to the the do drop, I'm sorry, Piper Niven versus Bianca Max. Let's get to that weird, weird uh, Grandpa Logan promo we had tonight. <laughs> Old man Logan promo, because Edge came out with with his new theme and My a blue bridge. light. I don't understand what the blue light's all about. Like, you think you know him? I, apparently, I don't know him because you I think mean, you know him. He's the benchmark 
Um, and he's trying so hard to be a heel now. But you know how, like, when you're a bad guy and people know you're a bad guy, like when I can tell a kid, shut your goddamn mouth before I become your stepfather. You know, that's that's like, you know, or you know what? It may have been the greatest night of your life, but for me, <laughs> it was just another Sunday. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, th- those are great heel things. But he's like, I'm the benchmark, and I'm better than you, and you know it. I'm sorry. When did you become MJF? Yeah. The promo was really lackluster. I mean, it kind of like, you know, he insulted the fans and, you know, the same little blue light promo. And, you know, he's, he's, well, I think they're just like trying to switch it up with the new theme because, well, I saw a comment on Twitter that uh, it's very hard to like boo Edge with the baby face off the bridge theme song. Mm-hmm. But he comes out with the more darker, ultra bridge, darker song that people are actually going to boo him, you know? Because everyone will cheer for the on this day, you know, that one, but they won't cheer for the newest one that they have play over here. Play yeah. your old music. I, I understand <laughs> that. I totally get it. Like, I, I get, like, sometimes music does, like, set the tone. I get that. But. His interview, the, the way he came out and did the interview, he basically did a you people interview. Yes, correct. Exactly. You know, and he's like, you know, well, I hurt my, I tore my arm, my bicep wrestling Randy Orton, you people, and I'm like, so you're blaming this on us, like that. So I mean, that seems to be the standard, like in in lazy ass promos these days. You know, I mean, you want to elicit, you want to elicit the the. Uh, the emotion from fans, well, that right there is not a way to do it. AJ Styles will be judged. I have a little nitpick what I just said. So people get angry when freaking CM Punk changed his music. <laughs> I was waiting for that. But, <laughs> but they're like, oh yeah, it changed his music. It's okay. Like, Well, there's a difference between CM Punk's changing his music. That's history. That's Ring of Honor history. That, yeah, Ring of Honor that history. That is, that, in my quick story, that that's the reason why I discovered independent wrestling right. because of CM Punk. I didn't know what independent wrestling was until I saw CM Punk on ECW saying, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I'm like, who's this guy? So I went on Axe Jeeves, who's CM Punk? And all this stuff from Ring of Honor came out. So there's a difference between that and what Edge is doing. I In the beginning, when I first saw Edge, I thought he was going back to 99 Edge with that style. The radar superstar. Right at all. You thought he was like... But, yeah, but this is different, and I think this is something that we've never seen. Obviously, we've never seen from Edge, and I think right. this is just a new type of way and a type of character that maybe he's always wanted to try but never got the chance to do it because he was right. always known as the radar superstar. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Um, it's okay, so Edge calls himself the ultimate opportunist. Um, it's opportunistic because just a couple weeks ago, he and his wife were the grit couple, yeah, facing Ms. and Maurice, and they were baby faces. And so, all of a sudden, he comes out of Raw one day and decides that he's angry because he wants a WrestleMania match. So, I'm gonna be a heel now just to challenge AJ Styles and force myself. That That's the problem. So, we're going into WrestleMania. And people are forcing themselves into WrestleMania matches. 
um, and making themselves heels or making themselves have these matches with no real storyline behind it. Um, and, and I always throw this back to Chris Jericho spilling coffee on Kane in the back yeah. one night on Raw to, to get a match. And it's, uh, ooh, I want a, I want a WrestleMania match. I'm angry. I'm going to pick on AJ. Uh, I'm angry. I'm a heel. Well, and, and I also wanted to face AJ for like a very long time. And I guess this was the whole new gimmick that he wanted to try with AJ, just like how Taker tried the new Boneyard gimmick with AJ of that WrestleMania. Hey, but that brought me did, back to... But uh, that worked yeah. really well. It yeah, did. But, but the difference with that is it was something he wanted to do and he they made it work. This This gimmick, to me, is not working. Well, like, like this gimmick thing, is I, making me not give a shit about this match. Well, here's the thing: it, it'll it'll work for the Mania match, but then what? Exactly. What is, what is he, gonna he, goes, do he, goes being, he goes back to being regular Edge, and he comes out to on oh, this day. I mean, you know, and then what? I do want to see Edge where when. He was the heel in 2006. That was the edge. Yeah, that, that was the heel edge. As when I was a teenager, yeah, I despise Edge. I despise because him too. I did not like him at all when I was that age because he made me feel that it, he made me feel a way where I just was like, damn, I don't like this guy. And it's been like a long guy. time since a heel like that made me despise somebody and yeah, i just think that we, how dare you? We, we really need really hope i really hope that we really get to see that edge in this in the next couple weeks before wrestlemania because right now it's it's different but i still want to feel like damn I, make me feel like i'm 14 again and i just hate you right but we're not going to get that and that's the problem that's the problem that i'm having with it like I really liked, like the whole rated R edge. I love that gimmick. Rated R. I love that gimmick. The gimmick was so fucking over. I loved it. The the man that cost like, Kofi Kingston the spot in that elimination chamber match. Yeah, like, that, that, was that was great. And that was just he like, had with man. Cena. Like those were good times. Where those, he slapped was Cena's edge father. The and then he had, <laughs> and then he was a horrible kill when he teamed up with Randy and hit Ric Flair in the head multiple times with the chair. That's what we. That's what I would love to see. The again. man who busted up Ric Flair and gave Ric Flair a concerto. That that is. Yeah. I see. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, I really, I really and truly want to see that. I really do. So, I mean, with that being said, let's 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 just hope for the best. So going back to uh Piper Niven versus um versus Bianca Belair, Piper Niven came out with fucking Nikki ASH almost a superhero Nikki Ash. Homelander, Mrs. Homelander. Mrs. Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine her and Cody together? Um <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Homelander and what was the Stormfront? Yeah, um, so they they endorsed Becky Lynch as like they're so they are fully heel. 
And one thing that you don't ever get in the WWE is the heels hang out with the heels. And I think that they don't know what to do with Piper Niven now. Skywalker really with Nikki Ash. What are your thoughts, Julian? I see the so it's really funny where you have Nikki. You've kind of, you've kind of recycled your alliances here. So earlier on, we had um, um, Liv Morgan come out with um, um, Rhea Ripley. Say it again. Rhea Ripley. Three Ripley. And now Nikki Ash is a lot has aligned herself with Piper Niven, and now you have um, you know coming out you know against Bianca Belair, and then you also have um, you know um, Becky Two Belts um, sitting at ringside, and so Nikki's kinda, no, she was actually under the ring. So you know, yeah, so Nikki's kind of <laughs> making her rounds, you know, almost, and. Um, um, Piper wrestled a little bit of a smarter match this time around against Bianca than she has in the past. Um, you know, doing some actual power moves and whatnot. Um, and when Bianca tried to pick her for the KOD, you know, she powered out of it, which was great. Um, I'm happy to see that people are now using Bianca's hair against her better um, than they than they have in the past. Right. Um, and, um, um, you know, the whole chair to the throat thing was great. Um, you know, the, it reminds me of the whole, you know, um, watch a man taking the belt of the throat on Ricky Steamboat. That, that was, that was always a classic. Um, but if, uh, you know, if, if Becky were to put together like a, a, a group of heels to help defend her, to help her keep her belt, I mean, that'd be, that'd be even better also. Um, going this close in the mania, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with, with all these people who don't have a match yet. I don't know if they're going to do a women's battle Royal, um, or if they're going to just have them at ringside. I mean, it would be better to do something with them. Um, but it does definitely, you know, hype up the match for Becky Lynch and Bianca at the same time, put some heat on it. I agree. I really am very excited for to see these two go head to head. Uh, I'm rooting for Bianca Belair. I really want her to become women's champion. I think she deserves it. I think she's freaking great in the ring. She's probably one of the best athletic women on WWE television right now. Uh, I, I honestly think she's better than Charlotte. But right now, I think with her storyline with Becky Lynch, I think those two are gonna freaking kill it. And I really, really hope they are main eventing uh, Mania Night One. Yeah, I, I we, we've talked about it on the show before. Um, I hope they're they're main eventing, and I hope it's not gonna be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. You'll be surprised though, people that actually want to have Charlotte and Ronda main eventing, which I don't know why. I don't know why, no. but it's obviously it should be Bianca and. Becky main eventing night one. So, and Becky attacking Becky attacking Bianca and doing the chair spot on the throat and whipping her into the ring post by her hair. Um, look real brutal. I mean, freaking a little brutal. Yes. Um, until she hit the until the chair hit the ring post and the chair flipped off of her head and you can see that there was no 
danger to it. Um, that's just Kevin. She Dunn's. sold it well. Yeah, yeah, she sold it. Oh, she yeah. sold it. She sold it so good that that uh, Kevin Dunn's camera work almost ruined it. Because <laughs> you know Kevin Dunn, Mister Five Hundred Camera Cuts, he cut yeah. to where the chair went off her head, and she smiled. And the camera oh, cut back yeah. to the chair on the ground, and then the camera cut to her, and she was holding her throat. And I'm like, she was smiling, she was wincing in pain. Ah. <laughs> sure. Um, but then we go from Bianca to her husband Montez Ford facing Matt Riddle. Oh Riddle. man! Um, Whereas Randy Orton is finally embracing the RK bro. Randy Orton friendship. is having so much fun. He said, "My homeboy, Randy Orton never says homeboy." I'm, he I'm was like, like oh, "I've always main evented WrestleMania by myself, but now I have a friend." And I was like, "Whoa!" He, he said, is, "A friend." The he's, he's, turning on, he's turning on Riddle. He's turning on Riddle. His man, gonna this happen. is just yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, I think so too. It's gonna happen <laughs> finally. It's, it's gonna be like Eddie and Ray going into WrestleMania fighting as a tag team champion, but then there doesn't need to be no breakup. They should just do what Eddie and Ray did. This is like whenever Hogan would be like. I'm here with my best buddy, brother, <laughs> or whoever. And you're like, I oh, gonna turn on mm-hmm. So I just I think that this is gonna be a phenomenal, uh, whatever, whoever they're facing the street profits at WrestleMania, or yeah, they don't yeah. really have. And it looks like Gable and uh, Chad Gable and the oldest. Thank team. you. So it's gonna be a three. It's gonna be a Shoosh. three tag <laughs> yes. match. But I think Randy's gonna. Uh, I think they're gonna lose at WrestleMania and. Randy's gonna turn heel again, and go, and him and Riddle are gonna have a storyline. And he's gonna. I think. I think it's gonna happen before Mania. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be Riddle turns on Randy. No, that guy. That guy's too. Too. uh, He's. He's. He's on a different level of. His head is too in the clouds. If. uh... Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I fucking hate Riddle. By the way, did you guys see that sick Vader combo and Moonsault combo that uh, yes. that yep. Gable and Otis did? That was a magnificent tag team finishing combo, and I loved yep. it. I mean, you know, we we finally got some real tag teams going. I mean, wow. Right? Some real tag teams. Thank I mean, you. Shit. Um, but Thank you. Um, RK Bro... You know, Winner by disqualification. I I can't wait for them to turn it because this is going to likely lead to the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy versus RK Bro at WrestleMania. Um, another triple threat for the tag team titles would be good. But was it just me, or did the Street Profits kind of come off heelish? That's what I said. Street Profits came off heelish a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like they really came off heelish yeah, tonight. They did. Well, though, because anywhere was fine. I mean, I'm a heel, so yeah. I know heelish, but I'm just saying they came off with really sarcastically heel like, and I loved it. Like, I if they win the tag team titles, I could definitely see them really doing heel stuff with it. Someone's turning that mania. Someone I want to see the bloodline, but I want to see the bloodline on Raw, meaning I want to oh, see versus- I want to see the Street Profits as the tag team champions and her as the oh. women's champion. And I want them to run. I want them to run rough shot like this, like 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 the bloodline is on SmackDown. Can you oh, imagine that? Yes, that'd be great. Bloodline and Naomi versus Street Profits and Bianca. Boom! There it is. Now there it great. is. 
Let Bianca and, and Naomi actually fight the men. That, and they will pull out a good, good match with them in intergender. When is uh, when, when is Night of Champions? Um, Towards Yeah. You mean Survivor Series? No. Or just before, or for just after? Are you talking about like what the paper what pay per view is after Mania? The pay per view of Night of Champions. Oh, WrestleMania wrap up or rewind or whatever. That's gonna be the next show. Yeah. And no, the next one is gonna be Money in the Bank in July. That's July. Yeah. yeah. In in Las yeah. Vegas. The vet. Oh, that's right. At T Mobile. That's right. Um, Arena. So let me get to the main event or the main segment of the night. Main Seth segment. Rollins. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. The winner gets to face Steve Austin at WrestleMania in a talk show host. Talk show. <laughs> <laughs> and a talk show host match. In the talk show segment. I will yeah. say Seth Rollins has one of the best suicide dives in all of wrestling. Does Mario. anybody remember rapping with Rollins or the Rollins wrap up or the Rollins wrap up? The Rollins was, report. I, yeah. I don't know the Rollins report was like NXT or or no, he that was when he was doing it as a face of Seth Rollins. Like, like, he was a huge baby face at the time. That was when the fans were starting to churn on Rollins, and he was doing the Rollins report every every week. Hmm. That I don't remember at all. Well, Owen, Kevin Owens is really like the best guy to talk shit during a match. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll be in the middle of a I'm match and my old look at someone and talk shit to them. So he's so fucking over, dude. Um, and um, everything he says is like hella funny. I mean, this this Kevin Owens is Kevin Steen from PWG. Yeah. yeah. That's what this Kevin Owens is. And that's what I've been waiting for. This is Kevin Steen from PWG right here. Um, I, I thought it was funny when he said, I'm going to start my old brain in the belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, did you talk um, to Kurt Angle about being a partnership with that? Or right, that's yeah. what I thought right away. Yeah. Right. Um, Bring in the milk truck. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Owens, he's, I mean, Kevin Owens is getting funnier and funnier and funnier every fucking match. People um, who say that Kevin Owens that does not have a personality right now, you're blind. You're so blind. Crazy. And Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is so, so toxic. They're basically yeah. this match was supposed to be WrestleMania. This 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 was like what was penciled in three months ago. Wow. Yes. That was WrestleMania. Owens versus um Owens versus uh Rollins at WrestleMania. But then like that, that tag team they put together and the whole gimmick just went over so well. It was and then they're already breaking up and it hurts. I mean, look, body. they got a they got a sick ass finisher, the buckle bomb. To the fucking stutter stomp, the, the buckle bomb to the stunner to the curb stomp, dude. That's yeah, that's money. But man, when these guys lost last week, they were dead. The whole died. sequence of them losing was so fluid, it was so good, and to watch the heels get robbed of their victory and them to be like. Wait, look on Kevin Owens' we're, face. We're, like, the, oh we're the bad guys. Yeah, we're we're used to robbing people of their victories. Yeah, why are we, we not robbed? That? We're not going to Mania. What the fuck happened? We and the way he looked, that. like Kevin Owens looks so dejected, dude. Like he, we're like he's about to faces Like, what just happened? Like we lost in our own game. Yeah, and it was and Riddle I was, who did it. I was there. I was there he for, was there for it one hundred percent. Nisa, what about you? What are your thoughts? I mean, 
mean, you know, I, I'm I'm more of a KO fan. I'm not a Tyler Black fan, but uh, I I'm a Kevin Steen fan, and I think Kevin really awesome. deserves this because look, you have to look at Kevin's story. He learned English because he watched Monday Night Raw in the '90s. Like Austin mm-hmm. was somebody he looked up to. I'm assuming, and like most of us probably enjoyed watching Austin on TV in the '90s, but it makes sense for Kevin to have this with Austin because there's a story there. There's no story with Seth Rollins. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And honestly, like, even if Austin can't wrestle, you know, let let, let me knock on wood. Um, Let's just say Austin gets in the ring and he does a match. I would rather him do it with Kevin Owens, so it's going to be safe with him instead of yeah. doing it with with with, with Kevin with with freaking Seth Rollins who will want to buckle bomb him and shit. And <laughs> we can't have a sting. We can't have another sting incident. You know what I mean? So I mean, let, let's talk about awesome wrestling. It's going to be punches. It's going to be kicks. Uh, it'll be a Luthez press. Luthez. And it'll be stunners. That, that's, God. About, that's about it. Uh, he'll ride to the ring on a, on a quad, uh, <laughs> a quad runner. A quad runner. Um, I mean, it's it's not going to be you're you're not going to get suplexes and um, enziguris and uh, t- um, top rope planches or pescados. No from- poison runners. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not going to be that. Dude, Austin. imagine if uh, Austin did a poison runner. I would flip out. <laughs> I mean, we we haven't seen that stuff from Austin since the Hollywood Blonde days. Um, <laughs> we didn't see it then. Yeah, So, so we're not going to get it now. So it'll it'll be just brawling. It's not going to be anything too technical. Um, you know, stunners, punches, kicks. You mean and... no Canadian destroyers by Austin? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say now, no. Now, the real question is, is this going to be night one or night two? This is night I think one. Be night two. I think it would be night two. The, they they already know it night one. They said yeah. night one main event. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Main event segment or main event match? Main event segment. They, they met. Okay, yeah. so if that's night one, that means Taker is going to be night two. Yeah. Because they always do something with the Hall of Fame guy at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. So Taker's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Taker's going to come out and he's going to fucking choke slam Seth Rollins. <laughs> he's gonna pull a what, what's the quarterback that just retired and unretired? Yeah, again, he's gonna pull a Brady. Tom Brady. I thought you were gonna say a Pete Rose. <laughs> no. that's, that's, that's Kane. That's Kane's job. Yeah, Kane ain't chokeslam the, the chicken. Oh yeah, so I mean, honestly, I if I don't want to see Steve Austin. Like I know, I know. Don't at me on fuck it. At me on Twitter. I don't care. You say that every time. I know, I know. But you know, I don't care. At me on Twitter. I'm all about that life. Um, I do not want to see Steve Austin wrestling. Wow. You mean you don't want to see Austin trying to do a Canadian destroyer? What's I don't want to see Austin wrestling for the simple fact that I don't want to see him get hurt. Okay, you don't want to see Austin wrestle as in ding ding ring the bell. I don't want to see Austin take a bump. I don't want to see Austin get with a chair. I don't want to see Austin. Slip on a banana peel. I don't want to see Austin <laughs> choke on a chicken bone. I don't want to see Austin do anything that's going to be detrimental to him not walking tomorrow. But we don't even know if he's actually training right now. 
That is that, true. That, that is true. That yeah. is true. He's keeping that. You know, what if mm-hmm. what if WWE sent him a whole damn ring and said, "Hey, we're gonna buy in you somebody might... to go, you know, work with you." We don't. We don't know. I thought he already had the back, uh, like yeah, a backyard ring of his own. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. He's training. You know, he might be training. Yeah. That's It'll do that thread on on an invisible man. It just. It just. <sighs> After seeing like Biggie get his neck broken and you know Scott Hall dying today, and, what a horrible you know, week for, for just just me being a just, just me being a wrestler on this podcast, knowing the dangers of of taking a bump the wrong way, especially yeah. when you're hurt and you're hurting so well, much. So let's talk about, especially we're talking about a guy who is the poster child for taking a bump the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. So that worries me. You know what I mean? Like that. I I, I don't want to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a when the glass break. That's your ass. I was a Steve Austin guy myself. You know. But I was more of the rock guy. Sorry. Do I want to see Steve Austin take a bump and that'd be it? Sorry, I couldn't. Um, I can't. I couldn't back the rock when the rock's finisher was a fucking elbow. The people that will get it right. I'm one of the people. And I wouldn't sell that shit. Um, anyway, the, the point I'm making is I just don't want to see him get hurt. And while wrestling fans, and I'm, I'm going to say this with the most kindest, gentlest way possible. You guys are fucking crazy. Well, that wasn't very so gentle. Because you guys don't understand the physical toll we put on our bodies week after week after week. Yeah, I mean, I've been wrestling with a hairline fracture on my foot for the last month. Um I wrestled six months with a broken heel and I just taped it up. Separated shoulders, all these injuries I've suffered over the course of 30 years, you know? And don't get me wrong, wrestling's a drug. Wrestling, any wrestler that you know, you ask any wrestler, they'll tell you this is a drug. They need it. We we crave it. You know? It's like we treat our body like an amusement park ride all the time. Um, But the point I'm making is when when you take when you have a serious injury, one that almost prevented you from walking, like can yeah. you imagine that. But you also need to realize <clears throat> Austin is coming to the ring in Texas. What? I don't give a shit. That, that <laughs> pop, that pop that he's gonna get. He's gonna get the loudest pop is of the gonna night. Be, is gonna be monstrous. And the only is, thing. It is it is gonna be all the oxycontin Adderall that you can fit into the biggest syringe you can find. And <laughs> wow. he'll feel he would feel it afterwards. I wouldn't take a turn for the worse. <laughs> but he will it, it'll it'll charge him up. He'll it'll he'll be to him it'll it'll be two thousand all over again. And he'll yeah. be there for the fans, he'll be there for the just the electricity. Uh, he'll be there for for the pop and just you know the ego and just how it feels. And he'll he'll be there for the charge, um, and KO too. You know he'll he'll be there by proxy. <clears throat> he'll he'll be there for it. Um, but does does Austin need to be in a referee check my boots, ring the bell, cover count to three match? No. No, I mean he's he's done the beer bath stunners. He's gotten the same pop just by kicking Vince McMahon in the nuts and getting hauled <laughs> off by police. Yeah, you know, 
So, I mean, it, they can do the talk show segment and get the same result. They they can get from A to B that you would do in a match by doing a talk show segment. I mean, take take the Morton Downey Jr. segment with uh, Piper and just don't let it drag on as long. And, you know, you throw in some stunners, you throw in some beers, you give the fans what they want, and there you go. True. But we've seen so many wrestlers come back with injuries Mm -hmm. that we never Mm -hmm. even thought that they can even come back. And I understand, like, Austin is, like, what, in his 60s, but I still think that he can still, like, have one more match. And if that happens, that's great. If it doesn't, it's great. At the end of the day, right. we, are, we, we are being, not spoiled, but we are having a treat to see Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin do no, something. Definitely definitely but I really, really would like to see Austin have a match one more time. But I think him going with Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is, is a safe bet. Yeah. Out of all those out of all those wrestlers, I think Kevin is safer because Kevin is is a bigger guy, but he wrestles differently. He doesn't really do the high spots like most of the wrestlers do. He'll do it a little bit here and there. But I just think that it's safe to have KO have that match with Austin. They're not they're not putting him in Bomas. (laughs) Oh thank God. Thank God. (laughs) All right, so um, I, I can see this happening. I can see it happening. Um, I don't want to see it happening because you know I'm just that's Bad. just me. Yeah, I don't want to see them, I don't want to see anyone get hurt. But no. I get what you guys are saying. I totally, totally understand. So with that being said, that Vince will finally gonna... put on his glasses and realize he's been talking to the wrong Austin this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> damn you, Austin Theory! <laughs> Hit me with the bedpan. Come here, Shane. Pal. Shane, you've been saying this for. Months now, yeah, and it's, it's happen. I would fucking, dude, I would, I would, I would kill, I would die laughing it. if that was the payoff. If if that was the payoff, it would be genius. It would it would be hilarious, and then we one hundred percent prove that they are watching our podcast. Yeah, that would that, that would just be, yeah, that well, would be off the chain. Before we <laughs> before we get out of here, I want to say two things. One, shout out to Carrie. Soaking for his induction into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Um, I, I sent him a text this morning uh, and he was like, Thank you, brother. So, uh, thank you, Carrie, for all you've done in Ring of Honor and uh, for all you're going to do because I'm pretty sure you will still be an ambassador for Ring of Honor. Correct. Um, sure. And in the words of Scott Hall, hard work pays off, dreams come true. Bad times don't last long, but bad guys do. And you know. remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, uh, Julian, you want to tell the amazing people here that watches week after week after week after people week. People still have cable? Week. Well, yeah. The ones hmm. that still have cable, the ones that watch us on all these great channels. Will you tell them where they can reach us and they can watch us? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't want to watch us on YouTube, you don't want to download the podcast, you don't watch us on Twitter, you don't watch us on hmm. Facebook, um, I highly recommend you do because you're going to get a very entertaining show. And you should at least stop off on Twitter and wish uh, Big E a get well soon and get well right. a speedy recovery. Um, send him send him your well wishes. He's a positive guy. He's one of the most positive people you will ever see online or meet in person. Um, but it does not mean that he does not need your well wishes and your prayers. Um, that being said, you will always hear us 
uh, give him our well wishes, yeah. uh, whether it's online or three times a week. And that could be on Mondays at 10 p.m. on channel 22 Xfinity TV and channel 8002 CenturyLink TV, or Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. on channel 23 Xfinity TV and channel 8003 CenturyLink TV, or on Wednesdays on 9.30 p.m. and channel 11 Xfinity TV and CenturyLink TV in the Portland, Oregon area. Wow. You know, when you're driving in your car, you're like, damn, these guys are funny, but I can't be watching them because it's like still watching videos in your car. I mean, yeah, I sometimes do, but that's just me. Um, wow. You can always check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and you know what? For the lovers out there, iHeartRadio. And AllTheWarmer.com. Everywhere. Podcast Addict. Man, just go like, click, and subscribe on all that shit. Um, so, Miss Barr, I understand you're trying to get to 5,000 followers before... I- Summertime on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. So if you're yeah. watching this podcast or you're listening to us on Twitter right now, go like, click, and subscribe on her page. Yeah. Tell them where they can find you on all your socials. Um, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at my name, Anisa Bar. Don't follow me on Facebook because I will decline your uh request. Declined. Because I don't, know you. <laughs> I don't wow. know you. I don't want your friends. Ooh, she's like, every time I get in my DMs. <laughs> declined. Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal. Five thousand dollars mm. by summer, and if after that, it's gonna by December ten thousand dollars. Got the friends, man. <laughs> she is, look, hey, she's all about that life, man. So, what if Shane? What if Mr. Shane Husky right here? Shane's a Twitch affiliate. He's like a star on Twitch. What if he tried to jump in your DMs? Like, hey, friend, let's be friends. What would you tell him? Well, we are friends. There yeah. it is, Shane. Shane is a right. friend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. Uh, Shane, tell those yeah. amazing people where they can find you every week. Well, you can find me on Twitch at Husky Double Underscore 518. If you want to know why it's called Husky Double Underscore 518, I will tell that story on the Twitch channel. And you can find me on YouTube where I will be doing a new call show on Twitch and YouTube for a new event that will be coming out pretty soon. I'm really excited to do that. Man, enjoy. Good man, Shane. Let and Julia, where they can't find you? Um, see my name? Yeah, right there. You can find me at Chemical Julian on Instagram and on Twitter. Wow. All right. Wow. You can find me Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, all those cool places like that under the Bad Blood brand as the T H E B A W D B L O W D Bad Blood brand. Okay. You can find me there. You can find us here. Roundtable for Wrestling Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night. Sometimes you can find me on Tuesdays here on Biosam.net. It's also you know, doing the uh, AW uh, the NXT you know, show sometimes. Uh, yeah. Or no, you, you can find it. Get energized. Be like, I'm, we're doing the AEW podcast on oh, Wednesday. No, hold on. We get excited for AEW on Wednesday. No, we get excited for AEW. You know what day that means? Real Wrestling <laughs> Wednesday, baby. AEW Dynamite. <laughs> you can also find us on Friday. We watch AEW Rampage and SmackDown, too. But SmackDown. Watch that too. SmackDown. And, and, you know, Julian and I have been tossing around a bit about doing a Impact Wrestling show. Ooh, it's a good show. It's actually a good show. Yeah. Are we going to start doing that now? I've been thinking about it. Chris Bay forever. Chris Bay. Let's, you know what? Let's, 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 let's talk to, uh, let me talk to uh, Cass and see about, you know, throwing a little, a little impact wrestling on for the people. 
what do you guys think? You guys want to do an Impact Wrestling show? It might be a thing. Yeah, it might be a thing. We need a new. We need an overlay for Impact. That's what I mean, we got we got to bring up our show here on the on, on hey, April, April 1st of wrestling on Saturday is stack of wrestling. Dude, Dude. I'm wrestling. I'm wrestling in in Arkansas. So we're gonna have to do the Royal Rumble. We got to do the WrestleMania show. Me live on on location. <laughs> Please not, not that live on location. <laughs> um, I will be at YWA's um, Bad Blood. Cool, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, defending the OIW championship in a three, the OIW North American championship in a three-way dance, uh, main event. So that's gonna be pretty kick-ass. But we we can do the show that's that Saturday when I'm there, and then we can do the show that Sunday when I'm home. Hopefully, I get home before WrestleMania is over. Um, if not, we can do. I mean, we still can do the, the, the recap afterwards. Hold up. We just have to watch along. Which airlines are you flying? Shit, I don't know. They haven't got the ticket yet. <laughs> don't uh, don't don't be like a, a, a big bad kaiju and uh, get put on frontier because you'd be. Asked oh no way. no no no! It ain't, it ain't that that kind of party. My gear will be lost. Um, fun story: the very first time I ever wrestled in Oregon, me and my little brother, we were coming from. We did a show in uh, we did New Japan, and we had come home, and my buddy was like, "Hey, won't you come up and wrestle in Portland?" So we're like, wow. okay, cool. So you know, we put our gear on the under the plane. <laughs> we made it to Portland. Our gear went to Hawaii. So oh, we, had to, no. we had to go buy basketball shorts and amateur wrestling <laughs> shoes, and that started the gangster gimmick because well, we had no fucking wrestling gear. So oh, that's how the, that's how the uh, ghetto husband was was started. You had to go to yeah. Big Five. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, yes. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous. And also, but, hashtag get Sammy Zane on the show to uh, hear out his conspiracy theory. Hashtag three, free three and B, yeah, yep. free Ali. Hashtag R, you know, free Ali. Yeah, and uh, hashtag RIP to three and B. Um, hey, we'll be yeah. the three and B. And uh, <laughs> fuck Chicago uh, Bears. Um, so yeah, and the one. Yo, yo. <laughs> And uh, you know, rest. ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time again? Oh yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you hear, and you want to donate to BuySam.net to keep the website going, so we can continue to bring you a very large and wide and entertaining variety of professional wrestling and MMA content, simply join us. By going to www.slamchats.com. That is www.slamchats.com. Become Slamtastic. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. For your boy, Chemical Julian. For the man, Matthias Shinoski. And for the newbie, everybody's now dynamic, Lisa. This has been the franchise. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you on Wednesday. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh.